Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Guys, we are less than two weeks away from the start of training camp for the Bills at St. John Fisher. Just under two months away from the start of the regular season. That's obviously getting ahead of myself, and (laughs) I always try to tell myself, just kind of focus on on the present and what you've got here. So while it's uh, you can see the start of the regular season, right? You kind of start to see that light at the end of the tunnel. It is training camp that will be here before we know it. And I'm certainly looking forward to the start of training camp this year. A different feel for, for me to, to training camp, right? I think each year, you know, you think of the quarterback position and how there would be so many eyes on Josh Allen coming in as a first-round pick. Then even with training camp last year, right, while well, was the 2020 season a fluke, Josh Allen obviously proved that was not. So, you know, now when you get to training camp, it's almost a little bit of, yeah, all eyes don't need to be on the quarterback. There's not a, like, uh, the make or break type of day that Josh Allen can have where you, you worry about anything if he has an off day in camp or anything along those lines. The Buffalo Bills, right, establishing themselves – is a very good NFL franchise, a very good team. And you don't need to hang on every single one of those updates that come around the quarterback position. Now, I do look forward to all the updates that you get. I mean, we've said so many times, so many great beat reporters and the work that they do. Um, I will certainly look forward to every time that Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot do an episode of the Shout Podcast after training camp. They still do that each and every day, which I think is fantastic. Of course, the live uh, segments with Sal Capaccio on WGR. And again, just the the updates that come from everyone else at camp, from Joe Biscalia, Tim Graham, John Scott. You, you just you, you go through with all of it. I'm, I'm leaving guys out, of course. Thad Brown, Matt Bovey, Mike Catalana. You go through with all of it, right? And you just look at the work that these guys do and you're kind of hanging on these updates that come all the time. But it's fun. It's getting you ready for the start of the football season. I mean, we know that fans are into the Bills 365 days out of the year. I mean, heck, that's why we do a new podcast, at least one podcast every day throughout the season, which is kind of crazy sometimes. But if you guys weren't listening and tuning in and checking out the shows, then we wouldn't do it. But even here in kind of this quiet period of time, right, two weeks out of training camp, y'all are still tuning in and always appreciate that piece. So, yes, I'm fired up for the start of training camp. I hope that you are, too. Uh, And again, just when you start to get those constant updates coming out of either St. John Fisher or One Bill's Drive and seeing what takes place, I'm certainly here for it. And I know that you are, too. Just kind of two random thoughts on the podcast today. And, you know, like we're saying, at this time of year, it's like no news is good news, right? Nobody getting in trouble, nobody getting hurt, working out on their own, just kind of things staying quiet until training camp. I'm okay with that. So it might not be the most exciting time of the year for topics. I know you get it, but there are a couple of things on my mind. And the first, uh, for those of you that know me well enough, uh, I love fantasy football. Right. I mean, one of my favorite things to do each and every year, I've got a a group of friends. We've had a league together for 
probably about 24 years now. Uh, do it sometimes with the guys here at Buffalo Rumblings. Uh, have a league that we do with members of the family, which is always fun. And, uh, you know, I'm on underdog fantasy like too often doing different fantasy leagues there. Just a lot of fun. And if it's something you haven't checked out yet, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. But as we go through with this, right, so when we talk about fantasy football, uh, there's there's different podcasts that I'm always checking out. Some of my favorites establish the run with uh, Adam Levitan and Evan Silva and the underdog football podcast with Josh Norris, really just two that are, you know, two of my go-to shows that I listen to. And on a regular basis, these guys are talking about Gabriel Davis. And when you read the different articles online and you see the different tweets from fantasy football experts, Gabriel Davis is a name that is out there in so many fantasy football circles. It's a little bit surreal. Most guys have him ranked as kind of like a low-end wide receiver too. So somewhere in that like 22 to 30 type of range, right? So when I say low-end wide receiver too, depending on how many teams are in your league. But Gabriel Davis, that name that is just skyrocketing. Now, of course, so much of this comes off the performance against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs where he absolutely went berserk, and that's fantastic, and you love to see it. You couple that now with you know the fact that Emmanuel Sanders is not coming back. Cole Beasley is not back. Gabriel Davis, uh, the favorite, right, to be wide receiver too. I don't think there's any question at this point. And he is going to get that bulk of the snaps at wide receiver two opposite of Stefan Diggs. But it's just different, right? It's different as a Pills fan to have a, a player on the team be this rising star that is being talked about in so many circles. It used to be in my leagues before I could get whatever Buffalo Bills I wanted because nobody else wanted them. The offense was just not good. Now I feel like I've got to overpay to get these guys on my team. And Gabriel Davis is being talked about in every fantasy football circle, almost to the point where I feel that maybe Stefan Diggs is being undervalued a little bit because the expectations are rising so high for Gabriel Davis. But it is fun. It's fun when you listen to these shows and you hear him talk about the Buffalo Bills in this situation, specifically about Gabriel Davis. And I enjoy that piece. But it doesn't give you the opportunity now, right, to try and like, yeah, I think maybe I can get this guy, you know, maybe round seven, eight, nine. You got to pick him in round four or five now if that's someone that you want to have on your squad. I mean, it's gone from this... <laughs> This position of having guys on the Buffalo Bills that are just like you're you're hoping that they can break out to now there's some of the fantasy football darlings that are out there. And he is certainly one that is talked about every time again on these podcasts. You read these different articles. Gabriel Davis is that rising star. It'll be interesting to see what happens in each of your leagues. I imagine many of you participate with other Bills fans or like me, participate with folks, right? Again, either if it's family or friends, I mean, they know you are the Bills fan in the group. There is no hiding. And they know if it's an auction format that they can probably bump you up a little bit higher than you really want to go. Or if it's somebody that they want to get, they might have to get them a little bit early too. But Gabriel Davis, certainly a rising star, hopefully for the Buffalo Bills and for a lot of fantasy football teams across the country. 
The other thought that just kind of was was in my head, I was talking about it the other day. You know, there hasn't been much conversation about Jordan Poyer and his contract. Right now, I look at that as a good sign, I guess I would say, right? No rumblings, no grumblings out there, no pun intended. Um, You know, as it comes to him and kind of being in the last year of his deal, coming off an all-pro season and looking for an extension with the Buffalo Bills. I am so curious to see what the team ends up doing with Jordan Poyer, right? I mean, he is probably a guy based on his age and performance, you know, probably looking at something in that 10 to $11 million average per year kind of range where he would be at. Now, I don't know if in his head, right, maybe he's got a much bigger number in mind. Maybe he has a much bigger number that he's looking at. And there really hasn't been any leaks around what he's looking for what the team has offered, if anything. So it's all speculation at this point. But when you have Tremaine Edmonds, who's set to be a free agent, Dawson Knox, Devin Singletary, Bills are going to have to make some decisions. Because I don't know how they can do all of this. I don't think there's any way they can do all of this. You can do some restructures. And Matt Warren, he's much better at talking about the restructures than I am. Guys like Greg Thompson from Cover One, great at talking about the restructures. Myself, I just listen to the right people and try and figure that out. But I don't know what's going to happen with this one. And this isn't one of those like, you know, earlier in the year with Stefan Diggs. And it's like, oh my God, are the Bills going to give Stefan Diggs a new contract? Is he going to get a contract extension? I wasn't too worried about that one. I did not have any doubt in my mind that the Bills would work something out figure out what they needed to do, take care of Stefan Diggs and put him in a good spot. Jordan Poyer, I don't know. Because you're talking about different restructures. You're talking about different work that has to take place and what's going to happen with that. It's speculation. Like I said, in all of these fronts. And I don't know how the Bills can do it all. And I don't know how they look at things with a 31-year-old safety and say that this can really make sense. If you listen to the Food for Thought podcast, Nate Geary, my man Bruce Nolan, Bruce used a, a great, I guess he calls it a food simile. I, I still can't get get used to that. I was just going to call it a, an analogy or a comparison. I don't, I'm, I'm not as smart as those guys. I don't have as good a hair. I don't have as good of food takes. But, you know, when Bruce was talking about Poyer and Hyde, he, you know, he made the comparison to uh, to red beans and rice. Like those are two things that always go together. So I can't really wrap my head around the fact that Jordan Poyer might be playing somewhere outside of Buffalo. But I'm just not seeing that path right now to what that contract looks like. And a lot of that comes because it is just speculation. And like we said, you don't really have a number in mind of thinking like this is what it's going to take. You know, we got the new agent, Drew Rosenhaus, so right, not looking to maybe just take a team-friendly deal. But listen, we got some time. We'll figure out what that looks like. And hopefully it is something that works out for the Buffalo Bills and Jordan Poyer. Because it's weird, right? I'm at that point now. I want to see Poyer back. Of course I want to see Devin Singletary back with Buffalo. I know that's not a popular opinion. I'm talking about, you know, $5 million a year type of contract, and we'll get into that in a, a future podcast. I want to see Dawson Knox back, and I want to see Tremaine Edmonds. And I know that's the fan in me. And it's like, 
It's a business. Yeah, you want all your players to come back. But when you're a good team like this, you're not going to be able to keep everyone. And we'll see what happens. So right now, instead of speculating anything negative, I'm just going to assume that no, you know, grumblings out there around Jordan Poyer and his contract means that everything is okay. Let's get to training camp soon enough. And then maybe we'll get some updates there and maybe something new for the Buffalo Bills all pro safety. So listen, that's what I got for you today. Just figured I would touch base with you a little bit. Definitely been thinking about that Gabriel Davis stuff for a while. And I wasn't sure if it was even something to bring up as a topic on the podcast. But then I just hear these other shows talking about him time and time and time again. And I was just like, this is kind of bananas. There's no way I'm stealing this guy in my fantasy league. Probably got to take him two rounds earlier than I would have before because of all the hype that's taking place. So, listen, you guys know what I'm going to say. I'm going to ask you all to hit that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, the, the lineup is just taking off. Man, I am just this group doing a great job coming with the new content each and every week. I hope you have caught some of our new shows. Colt Schroeder, I love what he is doing. Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Definitely got to check that out. If you have not heard the guys from Not Another Buffalo Podcast yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. These guys are one of my favorite new shows in all of football, and I love what they're doing, and I hope you check them out too. So listen, all right, enough gushing here. I got to get out of here. Appreciate you guys tuning in, and as always, go Bills.